0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Delivering the Deal, where we discuss the most pressing issues faced by business leaders and deal professionals in M&A today. My name is Jeff Black, and I lead Mercer's global M&A advisory services business. Today, I'll facilitate the discussion of the anticipated 2022 deal environment. And I'm thrilled to be joined by a number of our senior M&A advisors from around the world to get their perspectives. Uh, Hopefully, everyone, our audience, as well as our panelists, have been able to catch their breath from the $5 trillion plus level of deals in 2021. Uh, That historic level is certainly creating a lot of momentum as we enter the new year, but there are also headwinds in the form of inflation, potential interest rate increases and intensifying regulatory environment in certain locations and geopolitical tensions. Uh, And let's not forget this this COVID thing that still seems to be uh, with us. So 2022 should be interesting to say the least. So I'd like each of our panelists to provide their perspective on the following two questions. One, do you anticipate the same increase or decrease level of deal activity in geography for 2022 as compared to 2021? And two, what'll be the most critical people related issue for deal success in 2022? So I'd like to introduce Elizabeth Bryant. Elizabeth is a senior M&A advisor and partner in Mercer's US uh, M&A advisory business. And uh, Elizabeth, would love your perspectives on what 2022 holds.
1: Sure, Jeff. Thanks for the introduction. So 2021 was a record year in the U.S., and our thinking is that 2022 could be actually even bigger. Some of the same fundamentals driving 2021 are still in place. The availability of capital, low interest rates, and generally favorable economic conditions Now, some sectors will be stronger than others, um, technology, healthcare, and automotive. And we're also seeing some strong deal growth potential with privately owned businesses in particular. However, to your point, there are some potential headwinds and some that are more specific in the US include the ones that you mentioned as well as potential corporate tax increase, cost inflation, focus on the near-term supply chain issues, some labor supply challenges, and then the need to continually adapt to a changing COVID landscape. So I think the most critical people-related deal issue is going to be around labor and labor supply, essentially adopting to the changing needs of the the labor force. In 2021, we saw a record number of employees leaving the workforce, and those that remain, as well as those re-entering, want continued flexibility, and in sometimes, in some cases, more flexibility, as well as greater diversity, equity, and inclusion.
0: Thanks, Elizabeth, appreciate those insights from uh, from U.S. and Canada. Uh, Now we're gonna turn it over to Thomas uh, Boucher. Thomas uh, leads our M&A Advisory Services business for Europe and UK regions. So Thomas, love your perspectives um, on these two issues for 2022.
2: Thank you, Jeff. And I'd like to jump a little bit on uh, what Elizabeth was saying. Uh, 2021 was definitely a record year, and it was the same in Europe. Uh, But what's also interesting in Europe is that um, it's very different than one market like the U.S., right? Uh, There's a level of complexity uh, and a high level of sophistication of uh, local labor regulations and HR programs, which makes it very difficult to to also... um, understand what, what the, the whole issue is going to be for each of the markets, but also I predict what's going to be the activity in, uh, in 2022. But so far, the CEOs are very, pretty, pretty optimistic about the, the level of activities in 2022. And I think what's, what's interesting is, is also reflecting on what's the, going to be the change in the nature and the objective of m transactions. Because we've seen some, some changes in, for example, acquisition being uh, done in, in the context of, of broader transformation agenda or, you know, separation from multinationals or multinationals generally being more pushed by activist investors and enjoying the, the sales market. And obviously the P activity has been um, really increasing from last year or from 2020 to 2021. Uh, and that's also driving a lot of the DMN activity in Europe.
0: That's interesting. Are there anything from a people issue standpoint that you think are going to be um, particular issues to watch out for this year?
2: Well, generally, I mean, there's always the the, the more traditional topics that are always relevant. But I think there's a, a growing interest in in our clients in, uh, for example, getting more transparency on the talents um, that they acquire. Um, as you know, it's it's becoming more and more key assets and, and value to retain um, in a volatile and ever changing world, and that's also why you know we we did a, a partnership with a AI company, uh, and Mercer to, to to find ways to actually um, get transparency um, over that in uh, early on in a a deal phase in the divisions without relying on um, on the target's data. Um, I think there's also obviously you know uh, the, the typical kind of topics, but that takes a little bit of a, a different angle. Like culture has always been a, a, um, an important driver uh, of uh, of and a uh, value drive, uh, of value uh, in M a generally. But as you see that you know a lot of acquisition are made in uh, in the context of more broader transformation, um, it's very important to, to hide warrior culture into to workforce transformation plans. And the behaviors and messages that you craft as a buyer early on from a, a change communication perspective uh, can have a long lasting effect on, on the target leadership and talents. Uh, also coming back from a, from a, a war for talent perspective uh, and the great resignation that we all hear about in the, in, in the news this is becoming obviously a key driver of, of value from a, an HR people perspective in, in M&A transaction. And without forgetting obviously the, the ESG and you know, the social parts, which is uh, obviously directly linked with, with the people and, and, uh, and HR topics, which is you know, a, a way for, for buyers to ensure that they, uh, they're driving uh, investors towards their, 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 own, uh, their
0: own equity. So I wanna turn next to Toshiro Takeda. Uh, He is a senior M&A advisor and partner in our Japan M&A business. Um, Toshiro, can you maybe talk about what we're anticipating the deal environment is going to be like in 2022 in Japan?
3: Of course, Uh, thank you, Jeff. Uh, We would expect increased deal activities in Japan. The business and social environment and geopolitical situation are changing very rapidly and creating opportunities as well as threats. This should continue to drive transformation of business, corporation, or even industry. Historically, Japan tends to be cautiously slow, but leading corporations have uh, started behaving differently. For example, uh, those companies asked PE farms to help uh, reshape their uh, business uh, portfolio. That makes sense. And, and
0: Toshiro, when you think about it from, from kind of people issues, and, and what do you think the, like the key people issue is gonna be
3: in terms of driving deal success in 2022? Okay, I'd like to point out three principles, very basic principles. Uh, designing first, designing right organizations. Second, placing right leadership and incentive. And third, transforming, transforming workforce along with deal context then culture will be an overarching aspect. All right, next uh, we're gonna turn to uh, Juan
0: Jang and she is our multinational client services leader for South Korea. Juan, welcome. Um, Curious from your standpoint, as you look at the market in 2022, what do you think the environment's gonna be like from a deal activity standpoint?
4: I expect increased deal activities in Korea because uh, most of Korean conglomerates, such as Samsung, LG, or CJ group, uh, would like to expand their business by uh, doing the deals uh, abroad.
0: And as you think about 2022, are, is there any like single or maybe a couple of people issues that you think are going to be extremely important in making deals successful?
4: Yes. Uh, they are very interested in acquiring key talents as well as, as, well as uh, executives, uh, especially they uh, want to have uh, R&D people by uh, assessing people uh, pre-deal, uh, and then they want to uh, decide about the selection or deselection.
0: And next, I wanna introduce uh, Dhruv Mehra. He is our uh, EMEA region leader for the M&A business. And uh, Drew, curious from your standpoint, as you think about 2022 and deal activity level, um, what are your expectations?
5: So Jeff, in 2021, the APAC region saw record levels of M&A activity. We actually exceeded 1 trillion, so we hit $1.2 trillion, for the first time, and we surpassed the previous high, which was set in 2015, which was around $940 billion worth of uh, M&A you know, deal flow, I expect that this market's going to continue to flourish uh, in the months ahead, especially as we think about you know, economies steadily opening up, uh, you know, the Omicron wave uh, slowly but surely you know, dying down. And travel easing, right? I expect that this will
0: further uh, fuel the deal activity. Great, and and you know, similar to as we asked the other panelists, I'm curious from a you know key people issue or a couple of key people issues, what do you think will be real focus points or important points for deal professionals to pay attention to in 2022?
5: Yeah, so I mean, the APAC region is a very diverse region, right? But by far, I think the most pressing issue across the board is likely to be talent retention. Uh, I mean, the great resignation is very real here. It's, it's continuing. And, uh, you know, if you think about even in non m situations, I hear clients struggling with 30 40% attrition rates. You add in, you know, that layer of uncertainty which M&A brings, uh, you could just imagine that um, loss of key talent can significantly erode deal value. And so I think across the board, that's going to be the number one issue that uh, buyers are going to be focused on.
0: And now I want to welcome Ale Fayed. Uh, he is our uh, MA Business Advisory Services leader in Mexico and he's going to speak to uh, both the Mexico uh, perspective, but also LATAM. Um, so we'll start with the first question. Ale, I'm curious from an activity level standpoint, what are you expecting 2022 will look like?
4: Sure. So- First, let's look at the momentum. We're coming from a year that grew above 80% versus the previous year in terms of number of transactions. And obviously also in in the volume and the valuation of those transactions. So the momentum is great. And also we have good signals, right? We have, let's say two two really good signals. We have more than 30 unicorns around LATAM currently. And those unicorns need to grow. And and one of the best and and the, the most uh, logical ways of, of growing. Right now it's inorganically. So they will need to go outside and buy uh, other startups. So that's one. And then we have the the example of Citi divesting its business in Mexico. That's like a $30 billion uh, deal. So another good signal in, in, the, in the market. So I think it's going to be a great year uh, in terms of volume and value of transactions for Mexico at that time.
0: Got it. And so, yeah, if you think about that environment, right, and a lot of deals, right, but a lot of pressure because of the valuation on deals. If you think about um, people and kind of getting the people side of those deals right to create value, is there kind of a key issue or a couple of key issues that deal professionals should focus on?
4: Sure, so yeah, definitely valuations are going to be interesting, especially how not only the unicorns are valued themselves, but how they value the companies they want to acquire. Um, in terms of people, I think the hot topic is called talent for, for, for this coming year because of, of two reasons. One, you're building. if you're a unicorn, you're building the team, right? So you, if, if you wanna buy other startups, you need to really take a look of how that team is building, how the MA capabilities are being building. And, and there's a lot of turnover right now in the entire world. So talent is gonna be an issue if you're a startup. If you're not a startup, if you're a corporate office or a private equity looking for assets, or investments in Mexico, it's also going to be a challenge because there's turnover also at the top level of the organization. So proper due diligence amongst the, the executives of the company is going to be key for successful um, transactions, especially this year. So that I, I would say, I would bet on, on, the, on the talent item to be the hot topic for 2022 in terms of how we do M&A.
0: Next, I want to introduce uh, Sherid Shirastastava. Uh, he is our UK and Ireland market M&A growth leader, and he's going to give us some perspectives on uh, that market. So, Sherrod, I'm curious um, from the uh, activity standpoint and the issues in the market, uh, what does 2022 look like?
6: Hi, thank you, Jeff. Um, uh, it's, it's great to be here. Uh, these are interesting times, and it's it's a very important topic for our clients. Uh, so, uh, hello, everybody. My name is Sharad Trivastiv. I lead MA business for Mercer, uh, for UK and Ireland. Um, In terms of the market, yes, there are definite signs of increased activity, uh, not only in the UK, but across Europe. Uh, I believe what I see is this is driven especially by PE firms that are picking the divested assets by public public companies uh, that are in the race for net zero. Um, so that's quite um, interesting phenomena. Another reason is attractive valuation, uh, especially in the post-COVID world, and that's where the four OPCOs of Marsh McLennan here in Europe we are heavily investing and working closely to support our clients um, achieve these objectives. You must have seen recently one of the Aircon companies in the in the US did an acquisition and they were very candid and honest that hey by doing this acquisition we are really supporting the um you know carbon footprint of of our firm so that's that's really um what you know it's it's not only really interesting but i think it's good for for each one of us in terms of uh, the critical uh, human capital issues for for 22 and and beyond. I would say um, it's it's all about striving to deliver economic value despite talent shortages, uh, and that's having the right talent um, will be the key um, in next two to uh, three years. I would say Brexit and post COVID resignation wave uh, jointly have made life difficult. Uh, for the CHROs, and hence at Mercer, we have developed a talent insight solution with the help of an AI firm to keep our clients ahead of their peers. Further, uh, I would say an effective business transformation plan, even at a pre-deal stage, will be crucial to ensure that NUCO will have the growth mindset and a healthy culture. So I think these are uh, my take uh, to re- to retrade it's about the consideration for ESG uh, a race for net zero that's propelling the business activities and any transaction got to be made successful by its people despite the talent shortages and that's where as Mercer as Marsh McLennan we are supporting our clients. Thank you so much, Jeff, for the opportunity and to everybody. Um, wishing them a great
0: day. I want to thank all of our panelists for joining me and sharing their insights on the m environment and trends for 2022. It uh, should definitely be an interesting year and, uh, you know, we'll look out for those issues related to, to skills and, uh, and ESG in particular. Um, if those of you in the audience want to learn more about how to prepare your organization for 2022, Uh, Feel free to visit Mercer.com to read our latest, latest research, Delivering the Deal, the Unrealized Potential of People and Deal Value Creation. And stay tuned for our next Delivering the Deal Spotlight, where we'll be sharing new content and more conversations about delivering deal value. As always, thank you for listening.